So someone, I found this really nice overview and it's called the German brain. Okay. <laughs> so, so my brain works like that. Okay. No, it's just a metaphor, but it's a nice uh, picture, I think, <clears throat> a, a nice image. So you start here with the question, are you using a preposition? That's always a, uh, an important question because prepositions always tell you which case to use. Um, let's say yes. Um, so in, in this case, you have Haus bei Mitnach seit von zu gegenüber, which are some, or yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight of the most frequently used prepositions that come with dative. So that's why it's in, yeah, what, is that blue or uh, whatever? Let's call it blue. I'm not too good with colors, so. Uh, let's say blue, and blue is dative in this case. Yeah, dem, der, dem, den, einem, einer, einem, meinem, keinem, stuff like that. So these prepositions always require dative. So then yes or no, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let's say we use other prepositions, in this case an, auf, hinter, in, neben, über, unter, vor, or zwischen. We did that just recently, the Wechselpräpositionen, yeah? And here the question is, so if we use one of these nine, then the question is, is movement from A to B indicated? <clears throat> or change of condition, you would have to add here. They didn't write that here, but that's also another reason. Yes, accusative, no, dative. Again, no. So are you using bis, durch, für, gegen, wieder, ohne, um, or entlang, which is some of the most frequent prepositions that require accusative. So these always come with accusative. Yeah, these always come with accusative, bis, durch, für, gegen, wieder, ohne, um, entlang. And aus, bei, mit, nach, seit, von, zu, gegenüber, always come with dative, which is uh, normal for prepositions. Yeah, they come with one certain case, either dative or accusative. <clears throat> and that's what, what makes these nine an, auf, hinter, in, neben, über, unter, vor, zwischen so special because they can alternate between dative and accusative depending on you talk, uh, uh, you have movement involved or change of condition or not. Okay, and then later there's also genitive, but for now, for uh, A12, we don't need that yet. But there are also some quite rare and rarely used prepositions that require genitive. Um, yeah, but that's for... Yeah, you can wait to use that till B1 or B2, so... <clears throat> okay, so let's say we don't have a preposition, then it's about the verb, yeah? So we are here. The first question would be, is it the subject of the sentence? Example, the man buys a dog. So the man would be the subject. In other words, most of the time it's a person that, that is acting. 
that's doing something to something or to someone. In this case, he's doing something to the dog, he buys the dog. Yeah? Um, so is it the subject, then it's nominative. So the dictionary form, very easy. It's not the subject, then we could ask, is it after sign, the verb to be? Yeah, ich bin, du bist, er ist, wir sind, ihr seid, sie sind. And sein also requires nominative. Um, there is no other case that nominative and uh, that sign is capable of. Yeah? It can only come with nominative, even two nominatives. So in this sentence, the dog is a puppy. In German, der Hund ist ein Welpe. Both nouns would be nominative. So that's the big two questions to ask to figure out whether you use nominative or not. Subject or the verb sein. And then if it's not the subject and it's not sein, you would, um, yeah, in this case, they ask for some verbs that come with dative. Um, do you, did you learn words, uh, verbs that come with dative yet? Did we do that? Okay, so that's for later then. Um, here just four examples, folgen, helfen, glauben, begegnen. They require dative for their object. Um, but that's not, that's not the standard. The standard is actually this one. So this is much more frequent. They should actually have written that here because it's more frequent. So is it the direct object? Example, the man buys a dog. And that's also in, in our dialogue. Um, ich finde diese Jacke hier viel besser. Welche Jacke meinst du? Dann nehme ich die Jacke. All of these are direct objects. <coughs> direct object is supposed to mean that something is directly done to it. So example, ich nehme die Flasche. I, I really do something to the bottle. Yeah, I take it. Ich nehme die Flasche. Um, indirect object, which you will later learn, on the other hand, would be, yeah, it's, it's kind of involved in the action, but not directly affected or treated. Like, ich gebe die Flasche Dimitri. I give the bottle to Dimitri. I, I don't really do something to Dimitri. Dimitri, he's just the receiver of my action to the bottle. So the bottle would still be the direct object in this example, and Dimitri would be the indirect object. But as Dimitri is a name, we don't do anything to it, but in theory, it's dative. Yeah, you would see that in an example like, um, ich gebe die Flasche dem Studenten. I give the uh, bottle to the student, and that's what they mean here. Is it the indirect object? Are you translating the idea of two of four? So I give it to you. So in English you express that with 
uh, to, or I do something for you. And then that would be dative. So that's kind of the um, short crash course on cases, yeah? or how the German brain works, metaphorically speaking. Um, of course, we still have genitive here, um, but yeah, let's save that for for later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can send you that. Yeah. So this will answer your question about when to use nominative, when to use accusative. So to sum it up, for now, you could always take a look at the sentence, like. In the example, der Mantel ist doch toll. So what tells you that der Mantel is nominative? Yeah, it's the subject. That's one hint. The other hint is ist. Yeah, the verb sein, to be, can always, it needs to be nominative. Yeah, whenever you see sein, ich bin, du bist, er ist, wir sind, ihr seid, sie sind, Except, of course, it's the auxiliary verb for perfect. That's another story. Uh, but in, in present tense, or uh, yeah, sign as a full verb, it tells you, yeah, that needs to be nominative. And the third hint is, how many nouns or pronouns do you have in that sentence? Just one, right? Just the mantle. And if it's just one, it needs to be nominative. Um, I mean, there are always exceptions in German, <laughs> but the exceptions are very rare. So we can really generally say if it's just one noun, a pronoun, so generally speaking, one noun, then it's nominative. Now, in another sentence, also ich finde diese Jacke hier viel besser. Again, what tells you that diese Jacke is accusative? Ich, yeah, because ich is a nominative, and that tells you, okay, the nominative is taken more or less, so there can only be one nominative except you use the verb sein. <clears throat> so the other noun usually needs to be accusative, except what we saw with certain verbs that require dative. But for now, at this um, time of learning German, it's yeah, one noun, nominative, two nouns, one is nominative, the other one is accusative. Exception, you need a, you use a preposition. That's another story, of course, as you saw in the um, overview of the German brain. So ich being nominative tells us, okay, the other noun in the sentence needs to be accusative. And that's how I, <clears throat> how I would go about analyzing sentences if you're not sure which is which uh, concerning cases. Okay, is that fair enough or do you have any more questions? Good, thanks for the question. Great question. <clears throat>